It is on and popping for episode three of The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. Riding real slow, bending corners, my nigga. And this week we talking the Ultra Range Pro, more cushion to keep on pushing, baby. Because you know the ghost says, every now and then, y'all need to hop on a biggin. And you're going to need that Ultra HD cushion provided by the Ultra Range Pro to do so. Reggie, you know there's three new colorways of the Ultra Range Pro, and they're available at finer skate shops across Canada and online at vans.ca. I'm your resident shoe technology expert, and y'all got to know about the Ultra Range Pro's feature benefits. The Lux Liner, its seamless internal construction wraps around your foot for a molded sock-like fit. You dig? And of course, that Duracap reinforced uppers that utilize rubber underlays in high abrasion areas. Maintaining its momentum as one of Vans Pro Skate's most innovative footwear models to date, Vans is releasing three new colorways of the Ultra Range Pro for the holiday season, set for global launch October 10th. So, Ghost, save your pennies up, baby, because we got some shoes to buy. You know I don't buy shoes. I wait for them boxes. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. It is the quarter mark of season five. We are straight flying through this. Banger after banger, barn burner after barn burner. So you know we had to do something extra special for y'all. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. As always, we got Rance One behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Dog, give the people the big news. Well, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? It's a very special time in Studio E. We actually got my wifey on the show, so you know I'm just being a gentleman these days in Studio E. Baby girl, it's Nora, y'all, and uh, I couldn't be happier. My oh, man's getting a little sentimental over there. This really means something to you, doesn't it? Vasconcelos, baby. I think I'm going to switch my last name. You dig what I'm saying? Nora, yo, we out here. We got my girl in the building. I'm booking a flight right now. Callie, here I come. Let's fucking get it. I knew this would backfire if we ever had a girl come on the show. And now it's been proven. The myth has been busted. My man over here has fallen in love with the new pro for Welcome Skateboards, baby. That's some real shit. What else we doing this week, though? We taking it to the post office, answering all your questions, and then you know what time it is. It's the rundown, and this week we talking the NBA, going through all our picks for MVP, etc. And then, hey, what else was some football talk, you dig? Sounds like an action-packed episode three. Man, season five is the barn burner y'all been waiting for. But always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at the Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Sending them emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. We got two homies going back and forth in the post office this week. Just think, that could be you. People, let your voice be heard. Send us something, y'all. And yo, one other thing. The biggest thing, other than me and my girl. Uh, <laughs> thebuntlive.com. New website, live today. Should be live when you 
hear this and click on that shit web stores open get your tees get your long sleeve yeah we on and popping it's never been easier to reach the post office it's built right in to the buntlive.com just go on there drop us a line hit us with the voice notes we gonna be dropping all sorts everything skate related is going on the buntlive.com we got short film by the homie the real handshakes or was it secret handshakes what's this the real secret handshakes but how about you just call him aiden johnston we doing interviews with local T-Dot and Canadian homies and whoever else wants to holler at me and the ghost. We linking our Instagrams in there because you know at Sephora, one of the most poppin' Instagrams you can find. You name it, it's on thebunlive.com. Set that shit to your homepage. And if I see you, I'm gonna take your phone and set it there for you, baby. That's some real talk, D. Jones. Now let's pop this interview off with the one and only Nora, pro for Adidas, and welcome skateboards. But before we do it, you know we gotta make that tradition pop. Let's get them steam whistles going, you dig? Throw me a couple cold ones. Y'all people, go hit your local beer store, grab a couple cold steam whistles for yourself. It's the good Pilsner, baby. We got them, y'all need them. It's the only way to listen to the bunt. Canada's number one Pilsner. It's a barn burner of a buzz. All right, y'all, we got Nora Vasconcelos in the building. Did I say that right? Yeah. Perfect. What's going on? We don't know how we say it. It's (laughs) different every time. Everybody tries to correct me on my own last name, and I'm just like, whatever. I thought I nailed it right there. (laughs) Took some practice, but hey. That was confidence, though. How's it going? It's going good. How are you guys? Always good over here in Studio E. Straight chilling, looking (laughs) fly as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Shouts to Joel Scullard for the fade. Yeah, we out here. Everybody can see your fade on the podcast, man. I can see it. Yeah, she respects it. <laughs> so we start every show off the same. What's your favorite skateboard moment and sports moment? I'm going to say favorite skateboard moment is when I got my first skateboard for Christmas. That's a big one. In 1997. That's a good one. It's very personal. And uh, I think... I don't know, favorite sports moment. I'm not, I don't like follow a ton of sports. I can't think of anything. So we're going to come back to that one, guys. <laughs> yeah, take your time. If anything pops up, you know, anything Kobe Bryant related, those are always welcome. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I like when you go to a Boston game and they start playing Sweet Caroline. That counts for something, right? Yeah, they always play that at the Red Sox games. Mm-hmm. They do. All good. Speaking of Boston, tell us about growing up in Massachusetts and uh, getting into skating. Well, growing up in Massachusetts was very quaint and nice. And I don't know, I feel like it was like an idyllic place to grow up. Um, skating wise, it was it was very different. I didn't like, I kind of lived in the woods and we didn't have like a paved driveway or anything. So it was very... Um, very much like the earliest skateboarding I did was like on my neighbor's driveway or a basketball court. So it was very, um, very woodsy. <laughs> B-ball and skating in the woods. Yo, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And then, yeah, it was just very different. And I feel like I was in a weird time because I didn't have friends at my school or a close like group that I could skate with all the time. So I was very much a loner as a skater. 
you're no longer in Boston, West Coast nope. lady these days. Uh, yes. what, what made you decide to make the move out west? I think what what it really was was I always was really interested in it. And when I was probably last year of high school, I just was really torn. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have, um, I didn't, I had only been in California maybe once. And it was just kind of, it was just like such a big move. And I took a year off after I graduated and then worked kind of a gnarly job. And I was like, a year of my life went by and I was like, fuck, dude, like that went by so fast. I didn't felt like I didn't do anything. I went back to California on a trip or two and I was like, I got to figure out like how to move there so I can skate. Yeah, I was like probably 19 when I moved. So you just said the heck with it and moved out there solo? So I was going to move and then it was kind of crazy. My um, parents were going to lose the house I grew up in and my mom was like contemplating like doing the move with me because things were all in transition. And she moved with me. Like, I moved to California in June, and she came out in August. Yeah. And it was nice, because we, like, shared a car, and I didn't really know anybody. I knew a handful of people, like, all throughout Southern California. And so I kind of just totally, like, winged it. And it was nice to have, like, the support of somebody who I was obviously really close with. Like, having my mom there was so crazy. Yeah. So... Hell yeah. Got the best mom ever. <laughs> I think everyone says that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, my mom is really next level. <laughs> so we heard you're terrified of flying, so you drove all the way out to the West Coast. But have you conquered that fear yet? Yes. So this was, like, even more. I feel like this was even greater than being scared of flying. I was, like, they diagnosed me agoraphobic, which is weird because... It's a social, people compare it to like, it's like a social disorder. Mm. But for me, it was more or less about like being in situations that I couldn't like escape, like mm. physically. So I could never like sit in a roller coaster, or sit on a ride that had like something, I, a belt I couldn't get out of. Um, I hated public transportation. And yeah, so airplanes, I just was so paranoid about getting into an airplane and not being able to get out at any given time. So it wasn't even the uh, the flying part. It was more just not being able to get out of there. Yeah, I think it was like more of like a control thing. So that was gnarly. I took. I ended up taking a train across the country. <laughs> Must have taken forever. Because at least I could like get out of the train occasionally, or like if I had to. I don't know. It was crazy. Are you chilling now? No more fear. Oh yeah, it's like night and day. It's been uh, the last like year and a half. I've been able to fly and kind of do whatever go on trips on a whim i don't know i feel like once you can get in the van for king of the road you can like do whatever you want oh changes everything yeah and i think that was like around the time where i was like i can't say no to stuff anymore just fucking do it yeah you only live once you dig <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> so when you moved out west we heard you got a job at woodward west we've never been but it seems like a fucking paradise over there what was that yeah. what was that experience like it was so funny it was like very uh it was intense because i went out there and i didn't have a car or anything and you're out in like kind of the desert and what happened was i just worked there for like eight weeks and had board food and like some weeks I was working basically to live there. Like mm. you're basically lifeguarding the skate parks and stuff. And then 
Um, on the other hand, some weeks I would do counseling so or teaching, so I'd get paid. But, I mean, it wasn't very much money, but you end up meeting, like, so many people just from being there all summer. So I ended up making so many friends who I'm still really close with now and meeting pros and industry people and kids I've seen grow up. Like, it's so cool. Definitely, like, a unique place. Yeah, seems like a hub for skating. Like, is that, they always got teams rolling through and stuff. Yeah, they would have, like, teams come through. I remember they had um, just, like, a lot of kids. Like, I've seen a bunch of young kids come through there when they were, like, 12 years old. And now, like, five years later, they're 17, now going on, like, 18 years old, and they're, like, full adults. And I'm like, oh, my God, I remember when you were, like, a little fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. So it's it's rad. And then, yeah, you, you travel everywhere else, and... You're like, oh, shit, I worked at Woodward with you. Woodward campers probably end up being the next big shit, huh? I had uh, Alex Midler one year and, like, this kid Evan Wasser. And, yeah, a lot of, like, rad kids, like, come up and just, like, you know at the time they're going to be, like, so good. It's gnarly. I have to make a trip out there one of these days. (laughs) The ship has sailed for you, man. Uh, Go to Woodward East. Hop in a time machine. (laughs) Start all over. Woodward East is way better, I think. Where's Woodward East, yo? It's Pennsylvania, uh, isn't it? Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's way more of like a camp vibe. I would definitely love to go to Woodward, though. It yeah. Seems insane. Go and like teach kids how to do podcasts for a week. <laughs> We're still learning ourselves. We need to hit, we need to go to that class too. <laughs> no, I mean they like. I don't know. You never know, but it's it's like a really unique place. It's in the middle of Amish country and. You got paintball and rope swings and like a lake, horseback riding. It was good. So what was your first sponsor and uh, how did it come about? Ooh, I think my first sponsor would have been Levitate, which is a surf and skate shop on the South Shore of Massachusetts. And it came about because I was really into surfing for a long time as well. And I was just like really obsessed with surfing and skateboarding, but I didn't have anybody to talk to about it so I would go to the skate shop and just like hang out there (laughs) all the fucking time and the owner Bob at the time was just super um like community driven it was like the nicest guy ever and he really was like yeah you can come anytime and I'll we'll like put surf videos in and I don't know I got my first like complete board there that I could like picked out everything and um yeah, I don't know. I think that was definitely my, my first sponsor. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Fucking just weaseled your way into a sponsorship, eh? Lurking oh, at the shop. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, can you give me free shit? No, <laughs> fuck no. I, n- I didn't know what, what being sponsored even was at the time. It just became like, it was like, oh, well, do you need this? Like, I'll give you this. And I was like, cool. Like, <laughs> I had no, no idea. As you got older, did you ever find it weird? Or like, was it ever difficult getting sponsors as a girl for you? You know what? It wasn't difficult to get sponsors. It was difficult to get the sponsors that you wanted and to be taken seriously. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, there's two... I think I was really lucky. There was a lot of people who were like... you, You stand out in a different way when you're a girl. And I had a lot of people who were always offering me product and stuff. And that was always really cool. But then in terms of getting taken seriously, getting like put in put on trips 
and the financial stability and like moving out of the flow ranks, I think is a lot harder. Yeah, I feel you. I can see that. And you don't you don't want to be like the token girl. You want to be part of part Actually of the team. Be on so. the team. Yeah, Hearing that shit. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of sponsors that you actually wanted, you're on Welcome now. Mm-hmm. What's the story there? How'd you how'd you hook up with them? It's really funny. So I, when I moved to California, I was really skating a lot of big transition. And there's this park in Orange, and it's got the Combi Bowl, which is the huge this huge concrete bowl in this van skate park. And I would go there and skate by myself a bunch. And I think I had run into Jason. Salea, who owns it a handful of times before, but I'd never met him because I I had seen him before at other parks. And he ended up coming up to me and he was like, hey, like, are you are you from around here? Did you just move here or something? And um, I was like, yeah, kind of. I moved here in August and we started chatting and he's like, I've seen you before, but I never wanted to come up to you because I thought you were Brazilian and I thought you didn't speak any English. (laughs) I was like. Okay. And then I looked at his board and he had a welcome board. I was like, oh, that's that company is so sick. And he was like, oh, really? And he's like, kind of like, fe- I could tell he was like feeding for something. But like at the time, I was like, yeah, I just really like the artwork. And he was like, yeah, it's really sick. And then I, he didn't even tell me at the time he, that he was who he was. The next time I saw him was at the same park, probably a week or two later. And he kind of approached me. He's like, hey, do you like want a job? And I was like, what and he basically offered me to work for him told me he ran welcome and at the time it was still out of his garage and that he needed he trusted a girl more to do the work that he wanted which was some <laughs> like computer stuff like quickbooks stuff yeah. and yeah it just started from there so weird yeah it worked really good the hours were super flexible because um my mom and i shared a car and I would just go to his house and, like, work off of a TV tray and do whatever. <laughs> That's so dope. So how did that transfer into riding for Welcome? So that was his whole thing from the beginning. But he didn't know me well enough to just be like, hey, can I give you boards? Like, he wasn't comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like probably after a month month or a few weeks working there, he was like, you can't work here and not ride our board of course and i was riding for my friend's company hoopla which is uh at a skate one it's like a powell brand and it's my friend mimi's company and i just was super super loyal to it Mm -hmm. and i didn't i was really uncomfortable about uh about doing that but i did set up a welcome board and I i was like very very much interested in jason's offer but it was just an awkward situation and he always would talk to me. He was like, he's like, I want you to like be one of the guys. I want you to be like on the team. And, and that was like totally what I aligned with and what I wanted. But it just took, took like a couple months for me to muster up enough to be like, hey, Mimi, I'm going to go ride for welcome. <laughs> and oh. like she saw it coming and stuff, but that like sucked initially to do. Yeah, it's the worst conversation to have, especially... If you're friends, especially with when you're friends, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but it, it went the best that it could go, and it was obviously like for the best. And I was like, from kind of like within the first couple times, just going to work for Jason, talking to him, getting to know the guys, getting to know what it was all about. I knew it was what I wanted to be a part of, and like 
it just kind of came to like, how do I make this happen like the right way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like five years ago. You still yeah. running the QuickBooks over there or what? Uh, I was really up until I left. I left. I've been skating full time since like fuck last July. So I stopped officially working at Welcome last July. Out in them streets, eh? What's up, y'all? It's Ants One Behind the Scenes, aka Mr. Cool Creative. I just want to let you guys know we dropped a big project over the weekend featuring one of Toronto's biggest up and coming hip hop artists, Shaolin. Produced by BK Beats, the project is called Dominant Man and features a crazy old school boom bap type sound. This is off his fourth mixtape titled The Monk Volume 3, which is available on iTunes and the project is available on YouTube. You guys don't want to sleep on this guy. Check him out. So you dated your teammate on Welcome, D Vargs, for three plus years and even appeared on the trail couch <laughs> together. What was it like dating a teammate? It was all such a blur. Um, I don't know. It was like totally normal for us because we also like worked together at the time. Oh, he was working for Welcome too? Yeah. So he was working in the back, packing boxes, and I was like in the front on the computer. So I think it was just like we did everything together except actually live together. So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. It's amazing we lasted so long, I think. Yeah, that's a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And, uh, I mean, we're still really close now, so it it's worked really well. Probably better than in most situations. Turn up. <laughs> <laughs> After dating a skater, would you do it again? Uh, no, I don't know. Um, I'm not saying no, I'm just, I don't know. I don't really, like, I don't categorize skaters, like, in that way, like, because I've met plenty of guys that I'm, like, oh, his, like, I don't know. I would never, like, just be, like, oh, I wouldn't date skater a skater, you know? But I would be very weary about doing it right now in the fact that it's, like, my fucking career. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. There's an aspect of it that's, like, I don't know. It's very too close for comfort, kind of. But <laughs> Would you rather date like a big-time skater pro dude or like a random homie who that, that you're, you can smoke and skate every probably, try? Probably a random homie. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's like, I don't know, it totally like all depends on the dude mm-hmm. and how they like carry themselves. Because I think I'm a very... I'm very independent, but um, you have to, like, if I was to date you, you would also have to have your own, like, real independent thing going on. Like, you'd have to all have your own shit going on as well. Mm-hmm. So, in your a way, like, if you were a pro and doing well and doing your own thing, it could work. But, I don't know. You fucking guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> any words of advice for any female listeners out there looking to date skaters? Um... Don't worry 
about dating skaters. I don't know. <laughs> she is a skater, that. so that's kind of a hard question. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, date who you want to date. Just don't date somebody who's an asshole or makes you feel shitty about yourself or has poor hygiene. That's great advice. That's pretty solid, right? Yeah, can't go wrong with that's that. That's what I tell my daughter. I'd be like, <laughs> if he doesn't wash his hands or brush his teeth, like... You got to do something else. The term skater is pretty broad in terms of choosing a boyfriend because there's, you know, greasy fucking... Yeah, there's all types yeah. of... Hesh dudes. There's all types of skaters. Fresh to death niggies like myself. Mm-hmm. Like who? Oh, shit. You dig? Himself is what he's saying. You have any funny stories of guys hollering you at skate parks? Yes, but you know what? <clears throat> I'm thinking of it more now, and I think I'm somebody who's very, very, very naive where I've probably gotten hit on or had things like that happen to me and I have no idea what's going on because I've had situations where people will bring up something in the past and I'll be like holy shit I had no idea that's what was going on then which sucks but um yeah people say dumb stuff all the time like it's always like oh where's your boyfriend (laughs) like and it's like stupid as shit and you're just like I don't know, where's your fucking brain, buddy? Like, <laughs> I've met dudes at the skate park who come off, like, really chill. And they're, like, very kind. And they're, you're always kind of like, I'll be, too, I'll be too nice. Like, I'll own up to that. Like, I'll be way too nice. But then they'll, like, hit you up. And they'll either DM you or they'll Facebook you or something. And they'll be like, they'll, I don't know, they'll say something really fucking weird. They'll be like, you were looking really good today. <laughs> And you're like, you are at least my dad's age. You need to stop. Just stop it. Just please. So, I don't know. Just shit like that. But nothing. I don't know. I haven't gotten anything too crazy. Actually, I've been getting some good DMs recently. Oh, my God. That I'm proud of. Can you can you read, sure. us, read us a DM of. or two? Yes. <laughs> so, I have some handy here. I might have to slide in those DMs real quick, yo. All right, ready? Well, now you're going to know what not to write. So I have a private... I have this thing called a Finsta, and it's an Instagram. I don't know why I'm saying this. This is dangerous. It's a fake Instagram, basically. And it's for my very, very close friends. And I almost only put up things that guys DM me on it. Oh, shit. So, like, I've got... This dude messaged me and goes, like... He literally, he says, like, I want you to raise the litter of kittens if I ever had a cat with a litter. And he sent me a photo of his body. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that. I have this guy, Rajesh Shahib, just wrote to me and said, open boob. Jesus. Wow. Dropping names, too. I I know, right? It's fucked up. Are these dudes skaters or just... Dudes are just fiending you. I have no idea. But I get, yeah, there's some really funny ones. Like, this dude is crazy. And this, I'm not going to say this guy's name, but I have a couple people who I know personally who have had this dude stalk them. Like, actually stalk them. And he, this is what he wrote me. He wrote me. He said, hi, Nora. My name is Sam. And I'm a 43-year-old skater and I'm fighting stomach cancer. My birthday is tomorrow, and I would love a board of yours to hang on my wall. I've had to sell so many of my boards to help pay for my illness. If there's anything you could do, I would be so stoked. 
Wow. Jesus. Yeah, gnarly. So, yeah, just some, like, really classy things. <laughs> so that one I, I had sent to my friend. I sent that to Erica Yari. And she's like, don't fucking respond to that guy. That guy fucking would harass me and ended up, like, calling her on the phone and, like, threatening her, basically. On the, like, got her number. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So this person's nuts. Sorry, so, yeah, Sam. There's a few. few. Oh, that's, like... Just a handful. That's just a little taste. So, so when you go in there, Safe, uh, just be mellow. No, I'm taking that back. I'm not sliding in your DMs because I ain't trying to yeah. get I ain't trying to get exposed. exposed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know You're gonna be on Insta in no time. You're man. gonna end up on someone's podcast. <laughs> I mean, we got you on the line right now. I might as well just <laughs> say what I would say in the DMs. It's just easier in the DMs, you know. <laughs> say what is you're it, gonna say. Shoot though? your shot. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Is it easier? I mean, no, I mean, it's easier to say something because there's no fear. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't Are you feeling the fear? I'm, I'm fearing <laughs> out right now. <laughs> You're fearing out? Say if I have something you'd like to share. Uh-oh. Just, just say it. <laughs> be so... All right. Oh, my there's, God. There's a couple uh, hypotheticals that need to come true. One is I need to be able to skate again after my surgery, and two is I need to be on the West Coast. But if both okay. those happen... I challenge you to a game of skate for a date. All right. <laughs> I, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm committing right now. Oh, I'll say, full commit. It's on, it. yo. Full Wait, commit. how old are you? It's on. Guess. This is a fun. This is an even funner game. Guess. Okay, I'm just going to guess some um, 27. No. <laughs> Older, hot or cold? I'm younger than that. Okay, okay. okay. 23. I'm older than that. Awesome. Perfect. Nice range for you. <laughs> 25. <laughs> Almost. I'm 24. Damn. Well, this will definitely happen if we ever skate together, but do dudes ever try and go hard at the skate park, try and show off, go ham, get get some fucking some nines? Mm, if they are, I'm probably not paying attention. But I have at the same time kind of seen it. <laughs> but I don't know. So you're saying you ain't going to be it's paying attention when I switch Trey the biggest set at the park for you? I mean, if you do that, it's I'm going to like appreciate it like a skateboarder. <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to be like, damn, not, like I'm not going to do it. And <laughs> oh, damn, like, he's hot for oh, that. It's not hot? Yeah, I'm just going to be like, <laughs> Look at wow, his that was fucking wow. impressive. I'm going to be sitting there and be like, wow, that was fucking impressive. Like, I could never do that. <laughs> but it's not going to be like, hmm. He's cute. Like, it's not, I don't know. I'd never have seen skating and been like, damn, that's so hot when he does that. Fucking <laughs> Madonna or whatever. What about what about the opposite side of that? What if I hit the bowl and tried to fucking rock fakie and clipped and like ate shit like the scrub I am see, on transition? I'm, see, but that that's not a turn off for me either. So you can like, be bad at skating he, and he's, he's yeah, still okay? Yes. So I can do no yes. wrong, basically. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get this game escape popping, bro. <laughs> Flat ground only. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Shit. <laughs> Gotta work on my flat ground. I'll nollie half gab flip over your head, you dick. <laughs> As Grant Patterson. Oh, that gets that gets me every time. <laughs> that is the one trick. Oh, the one trick? Good thing I got him bolts, you dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words here. You just gotta let it happen. So you're a special guest on King of the Road this year. What was that experience like? It was like a life hammer. Um, I don't know. It was crazy. It was very 
insane and the way it all happened we ended up being surprised and going on a trip to Hawaii so that was super crazy mm-hmm. I think it was just kind of like just like trip of a lifetime I still don't feel like it actually happened which team are you with again creature I think right creature creature yeah. yep how about that prank they pulled on David Gravette jeez so great poor guy oh it's fantastic well which one we did we did two good fucking pranks the tattoo so on his head on the back of his head. Yeah, that was that was great. Poor guy. You want to see something cool? This I'm not so caught up. I missed it. What happened? So you know how he like shaved his eyebrows and had, did like the King of the Road thing on it, Thrasher King. That's of the Road? him oh. getting that tattoo. Yeah, so he shaved it in the back, and he thought they wrote yeah. King of the Road again. But what they write, King of the Dong? King of the Dong. That was like our joke for oh some my reason. And it went like days without knowing that that's what it said. No idea. No idea. That's pure so evil, So he has man. dong. But I mean... Yeah, he's got dong tattooed on his I mean, head. hopefully he doesn't bald too hard. True, I didn't think about that. <laughs> he's got a good head of hair. That's He'll be good he for said. some years. Yeah, Imagine that, though. You're like a granddad, great-granddad. <laughs> just strolling around like that. Uh, even really if it's like King of the Road on the back of your head, it still looks just as dumb. Might as well be dong. Yeah, well, he has it under his eyebrows. Yeah. That one's chill. Your eyebrows aren't going anywhere, hopefully, for the most part. I don't think so. Unless you're Chad Dixon. Wow. <laughs> so did you have any good, any funny run-ins with Phelps? We had him on the show last season. We know he's a little uh, a little abrasive at times. Oh, yeah, of course. He, um, yeah, I think everything kind of, he always has, he always adds some excitement. Anytime he's, like, yelling at you to do a trick, it's just, like, it's, it's, like, nothing compares to it. It's kind of like... It's like your scariest teacher when you were like a little kid in <laughs> school. Just being like, fucking like, finish your multiplication. <laughs> like yelling at you and it's like, oh my God. That's like but, how I'd compare it. But, but does it no, work? No, we had to do, no, I think, it, I, think it, I think it works for some people. I haven't had him do that to me. Nothing too crazy. But I've seen him do it around other people. But I've also seen them like get it right when he starts doing it. So... I think it definitely works for some people. Donna, is it just me or is it October? And does that mean winter's on its way? Buddy, winter is here. We about to start looking like some white walkers out there in these snowstorms. So you know our good friends at Brixton, they releasing them winter jackets designed to keep us warm through the harshest winter months. Reggie, I ain't looking forward to it, but trust me, that Brixton jacket is gonna make it much more bearable, you dig? And yo, I keep it fresh to death, so I'm going with the Galloway jacket. <laughs> that relaxed fit, military-inspired jacket featuring three different ways to wear it, cause you know I gotta switch it up. My man, not a bad pick. But I think I'm going to go with the Wallace jacket this winter with the faux fur collar because you know we animal friendly. The people at Brixton got this winter jacket thing dialed down to a T. I'm going to be zipping off my hood on hot days and zipping it back on on cold ones. Head over to Brixton.com to pick up your winter jackets now and find them in select retailers worldwide. Only the best. Brixton.
So you recently turned pro for Welcome. Did you have any idea it was coming and uh, what was that experience like? It was crazy. I had an idea it was going to come, but I didn't know at all that it was going to happen the day it happened. And I had no idea. So Jason's talked about it to me for a long time, but I just never thought I was that close yet until the springtime I shaped a board that would be like my shape if it were to ever happen. And I still kind of thought it was like at least like six months, a year out, you know. It was just super crazy. I had, it was one of the dudes in the back's birthday coming up. And I didn't even know the exact date of his birthday. But it ended up being that Jason called and was like, hey, can you definitely come in at 9 a.m. Monday, like August 7th? Because we're going to go to Disneyland to celebrate Shane's birthday. I was like, yeah, for sure. That's easy. And I kind of like showed up, walked in. And I'm, like, fucking kind of all over the place. No fucking idea. Walk in, and there's, like, balloons and fog and music. All the dudes are dressed up with, like, cat masks. And, yeah, it was just the most insane. It was, like, super perfect. <clears throat> like, I couldn't kind of have asked for anything better. But, yeah, they, they like, surprised me really good. So does your pro board have a wild-ass shape like most of those welcome boards? Yeah, so I kind of started with the shape of um, the stone cipher shape, which is Ryan Lay's pro board. So it's got like a square tail and kind of a square square nose. And I love that shape. I didn't really want to change anything about it, but I wanted to aesthetically change the nose. So I cut, I think there's like three major points with two more divots. So that's like five points, like subtle points on the nose. So it's kind of... A combination of Ryan's board and this old board that we used to have in the lineup called the Basilisk. So it's like two of my favorite boards put together. Damn, that's tight. But it's still like, yeah, we made it like so that it still works just as good, even though it's aesthetically different. Mm -hmm. It's still like really, really great. Shouts to you. Shouts to Ryan Lay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another friend of the show. Good old Punchy. He's a beauty. I don't know how he does half he the is. shit he does on those boards, though. How big is... You skate Dude, mostly like, bowls and vert, right? Yeah, I don't know. I skate a lot more, like, street now, especially that, like, I travel with Adidas. But I, I'll skate everything, except for, like, I can't fucking jump down big shit or skate big rails. Mm -hmm. What size is the Nora board? Uh, 8.6 at the widest part. So where, like, I think, like, right below the nose is probably the widest part, like the front bolts. It's good, though. It's, like, such a good board. But, I mean, I have a, I have a big foot. I have, like, a men's seven and a half. So have any of the big brands come and knocking on Nora's door and try to steal you away from Welcome? Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's been weird. It's been good, but weird. <laughs> Loyalty insider DNA, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going yeah. anywhere? You're happy at Welcome? I'm not, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Hell no. I've had some really, really, really humbling offers, but it's like not only is welcome something that I've always like, it's been like what I've wanted, but it's something that I kind of in a lot of ways to help grow and be a part of. And it's, it's, it's like family, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like I just ride for them. Like it's, 
it's, it's a much bigger thing and being part of it since the very beginning has also been really like super rewarding yeah no, that's dope richie team manager welcome friend of the show mm-hmm. also a beast on a skateboard very much so rad dude always hooking us up with guests and shit um can you tell <laughs> us something about him that we wouldn't know maybe a funny story expose the homie a little bit okay well we always laugh because i haven't been around enough but we were recently talking about birthday parties i'm gonna turn 25 in november and i really want to do something big either have a party or like rent a house or just like do something with my friends and he's like fuck man like his parties when he parties he gets super 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 crazy and i have yet to really experience it fully but i've seen some photos of him like some photos of him after his movie premiered lysophobia and it's like him being like dragged into like a bathtub like <laughs> unconscious and like them putting like water on him and stuff and Jesus. i'm like i just remember getting those photos one night and being like holy shit like is richie dead so i have yet to seen this version of richie in real life i don't know if i want to but the boy can party so like november no line him up for your birthday yeah. send us I think some he's photos. really into like mushrooms and things too he's a likes to experiment i heard that helps with partying mm, yeah i don't need too much to have a good time so they probably stay away from it but i'll be there be there to help them out you know <laughs> throw them in the tub on your birthday <laughs> yeah like hey richie it's my fucking birthday hold it together <laughs> while we were doing this i just lurked instagram real quick and uh my, my main man ryan allen just posted a picture of you which is trippy because never talked no to you way. before and then I'm you just know ryan that's so sick i um worked with a bunch of those dudes on um a adidas shoot yeah i think that's what the photo was is a backsmith in a pool yep yep are they like pink or yellow shoes mm-hmm. yeah pinkish mean backsmith yep. yo oh there it is oh thank you some shell to living it's just super random that like he posted it as we're talking to you <laughs> yeah that's so weird <laughs> I'm going to text Ryan right now. <laughs> Tell him he's whack as fuck. But nice photo. Aw, that's so nice. So nice of you, Sandra. So what's next for Nora? I don't know. Um, No, kind of a lot of stuff. I actually am going to go into L.A. tomorrow to set up for the Adidas Showcase, which is their art show that's kind of a little precursor to the Skate Copa demo on Friday. So... that'd be cool it's kind of like a very foreign thing to me i've never shown my art before or set any of that up so i had to like go get stuff framed and like i have i've did some makeshift framing of my own (laughs) and i'm just like fuck i totally just like whisked this all together but so you're putting on a show super excited you're putting on an art show i'm not putting it on i'm just gonna be a part of it adidas is putting it on it's just um it's like a they just did one in new york they did one They've been doing them before some of the demos that they've been having for Skate Copa. Mm-hmm. And they invite a handful of artists to come. And it's super sick. Like, really, really, really rad. So I'm going to do it with, I think, at least... I think there might be nine of us in the show. Nine or twelve. Very cool. So, yeah, it'll be cool. It's dope. You're an Adidas lady? I am. <laughs> you ever skate with my, yeah. my main man, Kevin Lowry? I See, I haven't met Kevin yet. 
He's one of the few though that I have I have not met yet. So hopefully, eventually. Good people, good men. Ryan Allen just texted me that you're the best. Oh gosh, I'm the worst. If you ask him about me, he'll probably say I'm the worst. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Tell him like I agreed to a game escape for a date. He'll be like, "Run for the hills, baby." She's probably gonna win, <laughs> so she doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> Definitely not. We put mm. your money on. Come on, buddy. my money on Nora, hundred percent. Okay, she's active out here, buddy. We're not playing like transition skate. <laughs> I get that flat ground still. We're not playing vert skate, okay? We can. You should. I love that. I'd I love. love that. I love when people refer to any type of ramp or transition as vert. That's like my favorite thing. What about a half pipe? <laughs> That's yeah. great too. Skate but like pipe? I've been at. There's been so many times I've been at the skate park, and you know, there's like a two foot mini, and somebody's like, "Oh, I don't fuck with vert." <laughs> That's that's how Donald refers to it. He's scared of anything with a fucking bank on it. That's so funny. I'm not sure that's true, but I'm definitely not. He uh, rides. He calls curb cuts vert ramps, yo. Oh my god. Yep. You're the exact dude I'm talking about. Yeah, that's me. No, transition man, it's tough. It's a tough game to get into. Yeah, I guess I could say that about fucking street skating or like ledge skating but but you had a you had some like street clips in your in your welcome part yeah and i've i've filmed more stuff since then i was feeling the b-roll clips in there the young ballet clips yeah oh (laughs) my god we have so much home footage like (laughs) it's so dumb we have like when i got my first skateboard on video it's crazy that's amazing like that instance i'm telling you about like we have it all it's crazy that whole video was dope fucking Ryan Lay is a straight, straight savage out there. We love Ryan Lay over here. Dude, he's the best. Just like all his like nolly fucking flips onto rails and. Uh, for like forty seconds straight, he just does nolly hammers, like everything's <laughs> it's nolly. So gnarly! It's so crazy. I'll see him do something, and I always laugh because he's a very tall and like slender man, like. It's not like he's got a bunch of meat on him either. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sick watching him skate in person. Like, I like watching taller people skate. Does that make sense? You got a chance, eh? It just looks crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm six plus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Everything's pointing up for safe. I'll, I'll even give you a free half-hour lesson on Nolly frontside flips before we start playing. Oh, gee, thank you so much. <laughs> or else as soon as we get to tea, <laughs> and Bolts is coming. I really appreciate that. You're getting dead at tea. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's rapid fire with the ghost. And this week, we brought to you by Exo Skate Shop in Quebec. And it just so happens that we got nora in the building well you know they got welcome skateboards in store so don't waste any time get their exo skate shop in store or online at exoshop.com and pick up your welcome skateboard asap and make it a nora pro board while you're at it so she can take us on a honeymoon you dig let's go all right nora you ready to make it pop it's time for that rapid fire 
But you know what I'm saying? I might take a little easy on you because uh, <laughs> I'm trying to wife you after all. <laughs> uh, let's make it happen, baby girl. <laughs> favorite skater. Wow, that was really smooth. Fuck. Um, favorite skater, uh, Mark Gonzalez and Ishad and Grant Taylor. and Oh, we just needed one, right? Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. You don't have to tell them I'm on your list because we're trying to keep this a secret, right? Damn it. I almost blew it, too. <laughs> Favorite video? Bag of Suck. Favorite video part? Mm, Marissa Del Santo, Strange World. Sick. Yo, that part's sick. Um, Favorite style? Oof. Raven, Tershi. Most, yo, I'm gonna knock him out, yo. How dare he be your favorite style? <laughs> uh, most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Uh, Ishad. Real shit. Favorite trick. Oh. Mm, maybe like a backsetter. Hardest trick for you. Um, anything that involves pop. <laughs> Most illegal trick. Ever? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, that stupid thing that everybody does. God damn it. They stand there and they close their eyes and they flip the board in their hand. Oh, coming at our dime homies, yo. Yeah, because cause it's like they do it. And there's certain people that do it. And then it's like every fucking person started doing it. Yeah. And they do it, and they do it, and they're stupid little fucking Instagram edits, and it's like, it's just like you're, like you're not doing it because of why they did it. You're like, you know what I'm saying? You're just following, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, favorite <laughs> clip you've ever gotten? I know. I was always stoked. I filmed like a kickflip, like backsmith hang up, and I did it initially the first time. I did it by accident, and I was stoked when I landed it just to like roll away from it. And now I've learned them to where I'm getting into them, like, on purpose. Like, the first time I was trying them, I was just trying to get into Back Disaster. And I did one, and I hung up, and I was like, fuck. And then I tried it again and got got just, like, kickflip back Smith hang up. And then, I don't know. That was kind of cool, because that's, like, one of those times you're filming something, and you do something accidentally, and then it kind of turns into, like, you learning another trick from doing that. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I was, growing up, we used to go up and skate this vert ramp. And we were skating it one day, and there's this kid, Zach Rose. I haven't talked to him in years. And he was, like, one of the really up-and-coming vert kids. And we were just skating a vert ramp that day. And he ended up doing a fucking 900. What the? And, like, this dad, this guy filmed it on his fucking cell phone. Like, this dad of this kid that would go to the skate park. Like, we didn't have anybody filming there or anything. He was just trying them. And he put one down within like an hour or two of trying it. Jesus. Like a, a 900 on like a huge vert ramp. Shouts to T-Hog, he, he didn't even have like a... <laughs> <laughs> I made everyone stop talking. I didn't mean to cut you off. I know. I, no, uh, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm laughing at your T-Hog shout out. What's the best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I don't know. I've definitely done stuff. I've done like kickflip indies i did like i feebled this little rail once just like 
at this little spot and it was totally like not something I could feel very comfortable doing right now. What's the one trick that got away? Probably like McTwists because I've gotten close to them. What's the last new trick you learned? Muska flips to tail. Ooh, what? That's sick. sick. Jeff Rowley special. Yeah. If you never started skating, what would you be doing? I would think surfing, but I mean, as a profession, I'd maybe be like a teacher or doing something with like art. What's uh? What's your favorite Wade D clip? I don't got no. I have none. I can't think of anything. He's just trash. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just not familiar enough with the skating. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? I rode for three Thieve Trucks, Ooh. but it wasn't like official. It was like fucking like getting Thieve Trucks, and I don't know how that ever I ever was able to skate. Them. Look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> there was a period of time where I had like orange, bright orange Thieve Trucks. Jeez, god damn. I, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to, like, confession now. Thanks, guys. Favorite local skater? Ah, oh, fucking Brandon Westgate. Favorite teammate ever? I want to say Gons. Worst company. <laughs> There's a bunch of, like, super whack, like, girl, like, companies that cater to, like, girls skateboarding. I got an offer from a company that created a rubber, like, a weird rubber thing that you put over your wheels so that you could practice tricks without f- fucking going anywhere. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, first of all, I'd never fucking use this. And second of all, like, stop it. <laughs> Let's do soft trucks is the fucking worst company. Worst trend. Being an asshole. Is that trending right now? Uh, like little ass kids being so fucking oh, yeah. cool. And you're just like, you should be playing soccer or something. Like, you're you're too mean for skateboarding. Go away. <laughs> Real shit. Worst style. It was a fucking skinny, 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 skinny skater. Jeff Wan song. Oh, oh. Man, poor guy. Damn. Jeff gets dusted on here. He's come up a few times. Yeah. Does he really? All the time? Oh, fuck. We both ride for Crux. I'm an asshole. Poor bastard. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff Wan song. Last person you want on the sesh? I don't have any names. I oh, just we, have like... we, we looking for a name, baby girl. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Fucking. Some of those fucking Venice Beach locals. I don't even have names for them, but I've been to Venice Beach and there's these like dudes that tell me that they've like used to ride on Dogtown and oh. ask me, me the dumbest fucking questions <laughs> and I don't even know their names, but some of those guys are the worst. I'm going to go with that. Sorry, I don't have a name. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up our interview with Nora. Thank you so much for spending some time here inside Studio E. Hell yeah. Sorry I didn't talk enough shit, but... It's all good. I'd have to fly you up for a a second interview. Maybe some ulterior motives. I'm down. I've never been in Toronto. Well, word. Thank you so much. Thank you. First lady on the bunt. Shout out to Nora. time to hop into the post office y'all and as always we brought to you by our good friends at time bomb trading and this week they got big news 
Stance Socks, the king of socks, is collabing with none other than the king of pop, the one, the only, Michael Jackson, to bring you the Thriller collab. <laughs> what better mix than the king of pop and the king of socks coming together for one iconic sock collection you simply can't miss out on. Time Bomb Trading, Stance Socks, Michael Jackson, don't waste any more time. Get your Thriller 3-pack, check him out at timebombtrading.com, or rush to your nearest Stance Socks retailer to get the Thriller 3-pack now. You've got mail. Alright, first up, we got an email from Connor Holiday. Yo, what's up, dudes? Love the bunt. Listen to every episode. Shit goes. Yo, we appreciate you. Um, you guys see Sabotage 5 yet? No. No. <laughs> definitely gonna watch that though love the sabotage videos anyways i've always wondered how the fuck you canadians skate all those indoor spots i get it that it's too cold to skate in the winter but most of those spots look like they're inside a mall or some shit and i feel also the easy part with in uh skating the path in toronto is that you just want run from under one building to the next and you're safe oh yeah yeah we have one of the largest if not the largest underground Concourse. Concourse. Yeah, Yeah, Toronto's got one of the biggest ones in the world. So there's tons of spots and we just go from one to the next. Like you can cover a lot of ground underground downtown Toronto. Next up, we got an email from Stu Klein. Yo, Dono, safe. What's good? About to throw down the Windsor James episode. You guys been killing it. Respect, my dog. (laughs) Any advice for a busted ass almost 30-year-old to keep it going? I just moved a van, and I'm more excited to skate than ever, but it's hard to get these old bones moving. Do you guys have any warm-up rituals or shit you do at home so you can keep shredding? I know you guys are like borderline athletes. (laughs) Jokes, but what do you think? Pick your battles or go straight Spencer Hamilton on this shit? Love the pod. Keep it up. I'll do my best. Shout out Nelson BC and the homie Nile. R.I.P. Well, first off, I don't know what advice is, but... Did I say advice? <laughs> if you want advice, I'm going to let Donald take this one because I'm the last man you want to ask about warming up to skate or fucking extending your skate life. I'm dust. Um, I'm terrible with that, too. I definitely have no rituals. I don't do much stretching or anything. I honestly say that riding a bike pretty much... Uh, changed everything for my legs i think man get some moving in a completely uh different way than than you'd usually get going and loosens them up man some real shit all right next up we got an email from samuel carlin jr nice to meet you name is mass one well your name's actually you know <laughs> just curious personal top five skate videos not best your favorite we doing a little Canadian remix. Put a spin on it because I think we've done this question before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one. Actually, this is in no particular order. Yeah, I was going to say. Let me go Aspect Ratio by our boy Jay Burrell's Top of the World video. Will Marshall's part, one of my favorite of all time. And uh, Mitch Barrett, all the homies, top homies, killed it. Yeah, Spenny. Uh, next one will go Five Foot Twelve Frame of Mind. Wade D says it all, man. Probably one of my favorite parts ever no doubt the song Woo. we talking stance we talking thriller oh, real shit. you know let's bring it together here number three we're going north two man north one we were still pretty young you know weren't absorbing videos like we were when north two came out watched that one a billion times wade fife all-time canadian great russ milligan 
getting whooped in fantasy on the weekly. Actually, he's winning this waiver week. Wire, waiver wire all-stars. Congrats, fucking man. Yeah. He rinsed our boy for a trade. They got respect for him on that one. Kids. Trading away Amari Cooper. How do you even get rid of that guy? Uh, oh, next video. <laughs> I'm going to go with Oriot. It's a Toronto classic by the uh, guy we mentioned earlier, Bass Motion. Got Adam Mancini in there. Aiden. Aiden Johnston. One of my faves. Uh, pretty much all the Toronto locals, all the Kobe, homies. Kobe yeah. Brown. Hammers. Even the ghost is in there, man. Real shit. And uh, last but not least, some Montreal love. You know what I'm saying? Any of the dime videos, I think the one I've watched the most, though, is the Deuce. JS goes absolutely ham. So uh, go watch all those videos, Mr. Uh, Carlin Jr. It's the name's MAS1, baby. <laughs> Next up, we got an email from Jack Sullivan. What's good, boys? You know we out here listening in the UK still. Damn, we got respect for the UK, man. I want to know what you guys think about filming video parts and DIYs. I personally think it's the same as filming in a skate park. First two episodes of season five have been killer. Keep them coming. Depends on the DIY for sure. There's some shit that is legit, looks legit, but there's other shit where I feel you. Like, definitely depends though, because a DIY is any, like, well, they quickly turn into basically what looks like a skate park. I think they originally was like, you build a couple ledges, maybe you could get away with it. Yeah. But if you got quarter pipes in the background, you got a pole jam sticking out over there. You know what I mean? Yo, Stalin Square is turning into a fucking skate park. The thing about not filming at a skate park is just that it just looks shitty. You know, it's not that like the trick or the ledge is any less difficult to do it on. Well, it is a little easier than the streets, but it's all about what it looks like, man. So if, if the DIY looks like a skate park, then... That's your answer right there. Yeah, you gotta, you know, tread with caution. Make sure uh, you you at least try and camouflage that shit like uh, <laughs> Steve Barra. <laughs> All right, next up we got a voice memo, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a response to last week's voice memo from that savage dude who calls in once in a while uh, by the name of Ludovic Cabingo. <laughs> um, Mike Henry. The floor is yours. Thanks, guys. Mike here, back again, with a little bit of footy chat in it. Now, two things I want to address right away. One, season five of The Bunt. They're back. Safer, Dono, still crushing. The best fucking podcast on the planet. Number two, someone's talking shit. And if you're going to call in and talk shit, and you're going to do a shitty impersonation of Safer, and just sit here and say, still, 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 mate, that means fucking nothing to me. You say no one gives a fuck about football, well, it's the most watched ball on the fucking planet, mate. And two, when I do this shit, at least when I do my impersonation, it's fucking believable. Jesus Christ, Drew, you got some, our boy ticked off, yo. That's our fucking soccer reporter, and you gonna come at him. Good to see him come back, and you know we got that footy chat coming in the rundown. Love hearing that, Mike Henry. One of my favorite things in life is people getting that Ludovic Lolinga. The man needs to get chirped every now and then. He uh, wears the tightest pants on the planet, ah. so sometimes the blood gets to his head and he gets a little uh, a little too hype for his own good. That's going to wrap up the post office, sending them emails, sending them voice notes, talk shit on whoever you want, get at Ludovic, just keep sending them. The bunt live at gmail.com, and you can also hit us on our website because we got to comment thing where you can send us uh emails through the website as comments your day the
It's time for the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. And last week, we promised an NBA preseason show. So what are we going to do? We're going to give the people what they want. And my man, the ghost, is going to break down every last thing that's going to pop off in this coming season. So we're going to get his pick for the NBA awards. And you know we starting with the most crucial one. Who's taking home the MVP? Reggie. All the, all the MVP candidates got a lot of help, and there's one guy who I think is going to be even better than last year, and that man's name is Giannis. He's kind of a dark horse, but I think uh, all those trades made it possible, and uh, the GMs voted for LeBron, and I, you know I can't do that, so I'm going with Giannis. I'm going to go with LeBron, as per usual, the best basketball player on the planet, but just for the record, can you tell the people how to say his last name? Atentecumpo. Thank you, sir. I think. <laughs> Next up, rookie of the year. This rookie class was insane. People are all over LeVar Ball. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All these big names that popped off. Dennis Smith Jr., he's got a real shot at it, especially with Seth Curry going down with a leg fracture out indefinitely. He's got a better chance of winning the, the slam dunk contest, I think, than this award. But We'll see. We'll see. Really strong rookie class, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going with a little forgotten Niggy by the name of Ben Simmons who had a year to watch the league from the sidelines get better let's not forget about all the hype around him last year and uh, yeah I've seen a couple highlights from preseason he's looking like the real deal the real deal scary business for the league the real deer <laughs> got me the back. sound of that yeah. while I was waiting but uh, just for the record LeVar Ball is not in the league it's Lonzo Ball and oh, uh, that will be my pick I'm going with Lonzo baby three B's he ain't biting, beaming, button. It's the big baller brand. He's oh. taking home the rookie of the year. Reggie, LeVar Ball needs to get banned, yo. He's a biter. LeVar Ball. A beamer and, and a bunter. Charles need to, need to go one-on-one, -on -one, man. Real shit. Up to three because I don't think they can make it any further. Next, the most improved player. Yo, I'm staying where you just were, and that's LA, baby. There's a lot of candidates. This one's always hard to pick, but I think... My boy Brandon Ingram, it's his time to break out. Uh, I think he's gonna be their next, their next leader. You know what I'm saying? All the fanfare is gonna be on Lonzo, and he's gonna be able to just excel without all the pressure. You're going Ingram. I'm gonna go with Chris Tapps, Porzingis. Melo's gone. It's all up to you, baby. Let's see what you got. Next up, we going six man. I'm giving it right back to the defending six man of the year, Eric Gordon. He's got CP3 over there to dish him more assists, give him clean looks behind the line. But we all know he's injury prone. If he goes down, I think Lou Williams, the second runner up, gets it again, staying between those two. Is uh, is Norman Powell coming off the bench? I think so, because we got CJ Miles, so. I'm going with Norman Powell. I'm bringing this shit back to the six. The man just signed a fresh new contract. And uh, with Terrence Ross gone, it's his time to shine. Next, we're going defensive player of the year. I got to give it to your guy. Helped you win the championship last year. Close second, I think, in uh, the voting this year behind Draymond Green. I'm giving it to Rudy Gobert. Oh, I thought we were going to say Kawhi. Did Kawhi not? Wasn't Kawhi? But hey, I'm, I'm coming for Rudy again. Shouts out to the league of Mont Satan. Don't touch Rudy Gobert. But I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Kawhi, I think, man. The kid's special. Last but not least, coach of the year. When in doubt, go with Greg Popovich. 
he wins every other year so he he didn't win last year i'll just give it to greg it they have no i mean they got fucking Kawhi. uh lamarcus is basically just a fucking they got role Pau. player these days did they days. not get anyone they didn't get anyone they just re-signed patty mills they got rudy gay coming off achilles oh, that's okay but i think it's just i actually kind of like that he's the only star over there he's the only all-star and i think if he can carry them to a top four seed again like you just got to give it to greg popovich i like that pick so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell you one coach that won't win it and his name is Dwayne casey baby. <laughs> Oh, real shit. Okay, so there's your awards. Mark them down. We know you guys have been waiting all summer long to hear who Seifa has picked. All right, moving on. It's time for that footy chat. Mike Henry, what's on the menu? Right, so here's the footy chat. Manchester United and Manchester City are level on points right now at the top of the Premier League with 19 points apiece. Manchester City is just ahead on goal differential and it's only by about two goals. At the bottom of the league you have Crystal Palace, AFC Bournemouth and Swansea. Swansea have been going through a transitional period for the last four seasons so it wouldn't surprise me at all if they go down this season. AFC Bournemouth on the other hand, they actually had a pretty good season last year so we're not really sure what's going on. Maybe it's because the players just can't find their form. Crystal Palace on the other hand, well they don't really have any form at all because they haven't scored a fucking goal this season so they're probably going to find themselves in a relegation battle for the rest of the season in other news this summer in the transfer window we saw Neymar moved from Barcelona to Paris Saint-Germain for just under half a billion pounds making him the most expensive player of all time a lot of people are saying that the transfer window has gone mad I'm inclined to agree but at the end of the day it's not my money that's being spent so you guys asked for a big fucking game to happen well it just so happens that the Premier League is delivered on that and this week this Saturday Manchester United take on Liverpool it's one of the biggest football rivalries ever and I highly, highly recommend you do whatever you can to watch that game. Now, it's on a little bit early, 7.30 in the morning, but it's worth the watch. It's worth getting up for. And finally, I don't give a fuck about what anybody has to say in terms of what I'm doing. Football is still the biggest sport on the planet and I'm still going to be watching it. I'm still going to be giving you guys the updates and I'm still going to refuse to take any advice from some duster who does some shitty impersonation of Safer. Anyway, that's it for me. Antoine, cue the gunshots, man. Blimey, mate. I don't know if I'll be waking up at 7.30 in the morning for that game, but I'll make sure to have a cup of tea, a crumpet, and watch the highlights later. So it's time to slide over to a sport that uh, we do a lot of agreeing on, actually. The NFL. Yep. It's week five, baby. What's your fantasy team looking like right now? Man, it's sad. It's looking like I'm going to catch an L to Wade D. Usually my Kansas City boys come in and and wreak havoc but uh kareem hunt he ain't finding them seams against houston's tough run d and uh you know what i'm saying wade d's got got the w coming i'll be three and two with a peachy matchup next week against dave delfino's trey fast speaking of dave i am uh just uh wrapping up a win on him myself happy to be back in the win column shannon coming for you next week Oh, that's light work. I'm already predicting you'll be two and four. At this point, I got to get the wins where I can, and and these are the weeks. So it was a gruesome week for injuries. One that, uh, you know, the guy's basically a folk hero down in Houston. J.J. Watt goes down. Looks like he broke his leg. It seems like for the last few years, the coaches and everyone has always thought if they could get a quarterback in Houston with that defense and those wide receivers, then, you know, long playoff run, 
could be in the in their future. And as soon as it looks like they got the man of their dreams, Deshaun Watson, out here throwing bombs to Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt goes down, man. It's tragic, man. That's a hero right there. Threw down a couple hundred thousand for the Houston relief efforts. Next thing you know, 37 million raised for uh, the hurricane <laughs> down there. So I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know much about JJ Watt, but I know that, and that's a boss move. Not much, not much more you can say about that. A gruesome one, if you actually saw it. Odell Beckham, gotta respect him, goes down, breaks his leg. Looks like we're gonna lose him for the year. This hurts me in one league. Hurts Wade D in our bunt league. You know, Wade takes his losses very serious. Feel for you, Wade, and uh, we feel for you, OBJ. Safer, you're not the biggest fan of the man, but. He does his thing. He can ball. He can ball. I can't stand him. Don't like his antics. <laughs> He's like one of those attention-seeking fucking crybabies. But yeah, sucks. Sucks. You know, I don't wish injury on anyone. Get better soon, man. In a battle of the Titans, couple 0-4 teams. The Chargers went head-to-head versus the Giants. And we finally have a winner. The Chargers got their first win of the season. Melvin Gordon absolutely out there eating. Shouts out to me and Nat. We gonna ride that train. Who you think was the MVP of the week? This week's MVP, without a doubt, was none other than the one, the only, Aaron Rodgers. Fucking Dak Prescott didn't manage the clock perfectly. Huge touchdown to take the lead late in the fourth. He ran it in himself, Dak that is, to give them a three or four point lead. Seemed like it was a wrap, it was a fact. I'm like, I don't like the Cowboys. So I was watching with my cousin like, yo, fuck, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go cry myself to sleep. But my cousin was like, yo, one minute and 18 seconds is too long for a man like Aaron Rodgers. You know what that man did? Went straight up the field and connected with uh, Devontae Adams who probably has a concussion and shouldn't even be playing, connected for his second TD of the game, dust the Cowboys in their own building. So shouts to you, Aaron Rodgers. You know who that reminded me of? Tom Brady still. Damn right. So uh, we're going to do a little new segment. I think we started it a little bit last week, but it's going to be fantasy buying and selling. And we're going to start. We're going to start on Thursday night. Someone made his debut of the season. Doug Martin, you buying or are you selling? I'm buying, yo. Jaquiz Rogers is a bum. He, I think he had like 15 yards this week. That's the Doug Martin show over there. Nah, let me get him still. I'm selling Doug Martin. The man's been riddled with injuries for years. And uh, I think he's just one of those off-season hype trains that got uh, went a little bit too far. It's just a matter of time before that hamstring acts up. <laughs> Next up, you buying or you selling DeMarco Murray, baby? DeMarco Murray is trash this year but so is derrick henry and i don't know if it's them or it's game script game flow i don't know what the hell is going on there but those two combined have like i think they're under 100 yards combined the two of them in the last two weeks uh i don't know what the fuck's going on over there mariota you got to figure out a way to get your boys involved no well, i'm selling for damn sure well, yeah, you ain't selling. You ain't selling him for much. That's that's for sure. I would never have him, so I couldn't sell him. The minute he left Dallas, it was nothing but downhill. When uh, I feel like in football, when you got that chemistry, man, you don't let it go just for a couple dollars. 
It seems like the hardest sport to switch teams and have success on. I'm selling DeMarco. It's because he dumb as shit for leaving the Cowboys. So it seems like there's a new sheriff in Green Bay and he goes by the name of Aaron Jones, a long lost relative of mine. Ty Montgomery goes down, doesn't play, was never much of a true running back, a little bit of a receiver, switched to running back last year. Aaron Jones, back-to-back -back games with touchdowns, over 120 yards on the ground. You buying or selling Aaron Jones? Oh, I'm selling, man. Ty Montgomery is a stud. It's only a rib injury. He'll be back. And uh, before he went out this week, or before he got hurt last week, he was uh, leading the league in usage or touches for a running back. So I think he comes back, takes the job back. It's all good. Sell high while you can. I'm buying Aaron Jones. A rib injury is probably one of the worst you could get for a running back considering you're getting banged on every time you touch the ball. And even if you don't, you're supposed to stand in there and block. Ty Montgomery is going to be fighting that all year. I'm buying Aaron Jones. Someone please sell me him for someone like Jordan Reed. <laughs> and the last but not least, our final contestant on buying and selling, a former good homie of yours, the J Train, Mr. J Ajayi. Just when you think he's got a game where you can get it going, he does little to nothing again. He has one double digit performance of 12 points, but for the last three weeks, hasn't been over 60 yards. What do you think? I am selling. He is pure trash. I got him last year. I was on the Ajayi hype train. He had back-to-back 200-yard -back games. He was insane. And then every game after that, he was worse and worse. He runs into walls. He's not sick. Dave Delfino, you should not have traded for him. But I guess you got rid of injured Ty Montgomery. But I want nothing to do with Ajayi at all. Me either. Steering clear. I'm selling Jay Ajayi. Don't have him to sell. You ain't selling him for much. But whatever you do, don't buy his ass. Real shit. That's going to wrap up the rundown, unfortunately. Man, another episode in the books. What you got to say for yourself? Another one. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Big shouts to all our sponsors. Steam Whistle Grand, Vans, Time Bomb, and Brixton, of course. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>